0: Hey everybody welcome back to kicking in the second half kish yz we're here to talk about the other second round of the 2021 nba playoffs eastern conference matchup this is the eastern conference semifinals and this is going to be between the number five atlanta hawks versus the number one seed philadelphia 76ers and just the first thing i would like to point out in my opinion, this should be a three-point shootout as far as it's going to be a great series between uh, certain players, high-caliber, percentage-wise players. This should be a superb series of three-pointers point, three made just in general as far as you know, good shots taken, uh, great shots made. Uh, when we're looking at the Atlanta Hawks, we're talking obviously Trey Young, who has um, almost unlimited range, just to throw that out there. Bogdanovich as well he is uh, just great closer towards the arc in my opinion but he's just great as far as his percentage and if he gets an open look you know he's definitely going to pull those and he makes makes it a high clip so um I like his shooting as well and then I want to throw in go ahead and throw Herter uh, he has some streaky games where he just gets on fire from the three point line but you know the Hawks as a whole you know they they shoot a lot of threes in my opinion maybe they should be uh, higher up as far as um uh, than probably where they're at. I know they're not number one as far as three-pointers made. I think that was the Clippers this year, if I recall correctly. But And looking at the Philadelphia 76ers, we have obviously Curry, not Steph Curry, but Seth Curry, and, um, you know, usually leads the league or in the top three of the league every year for the last several years as far as three-point percentage. Um, I think Joe Harris might have had the, the highest percentage this year. I can't remember who exactly, but, you know, Curry's somewhere up there. Uh, we're Danny Green as well. Danny Green's another player for the Philadelphia 76ers who uh, puts in three pointers at a high clip. And, uh, you know, we look to see him play heavy minutes in the playoffs because he's just that veteran player that he's got three championships under his belt. So he's experienced when it comes to uh, big game and, you know, performing at a high level on a, a, a tough stage like this. So we should definitely see him take a good amount of threes and then. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I have for that. Sorry, I thought I had another name, but that was just Danny Green spelled all the way up. But yeah, you know, there's going to be other players that definitely would contribute to the threes. Don't get me wrong, but these are just key shooters that I see from both sides that, you know, they're not afraid to shoot. And, you know, I could see a run where, you know, Philly shooting some threes and Atlanta's going to try to respond or vice versa. So I definitely look for a lot of three-pointers to be taken and made in this series. You know, obviously some of that depends on how heavy the defense is, but with each team having um, multiple shooters usually on the floor at the same time, it's going to spread the floor and somebody's going to be open. So there's going to be uh, shots still taken from beyond the arc, and yeah, that's one of the keys that you know that's important for me in this series. Is just who's going to be making those three point shots because you know sometimes if you uh, you live by the three, you die by the three. So we'll keep an eye on that. But one of the factors I also want to keep an eye on for looking at. Um, the Atlanta Hawks uh, with the player development here. I want to keep an eye on DeAndre Hunter. I think he might be questionable for game one, but for him, this is, you know, something that he could build his basketball game on as far as going into, you know, the rest of his career. This is a big stage heading to the second round. I think this is his uh, second season in the league. And, you know, the, the role that he has with the Atlanta Hawks is kind of like, could be like a third string, not third string, I don't want to say, a third option type of role, depending on who they're rolling with. But I could see him later on in the future, possibly developing into that second option role as far as scoring. But, you know, obviously health is a concern here, but I do like the opportunity that he gets here to, you know, expand his game and and contribute to the Hawks. Hopefully he gets to play at least sometime during the series. If he's just questionable, I would assume he'd be, and uh, in the series at some point within the first four games at least and uh, yeah just looking at him you know he's a player that came out of UVA on that championship team back in 2019 I believe so yeah he he might be um, you know not too familiar with the NBA playoffs but as far as experience on a big stage you know I think he could fill a a vital role here if he gets gets out there and gets uh, some health situated then he can contribute in a big way but just for his personal development that's just what i'm mentioning here and then you know on the other side we're looking at the philadelphia 76ers um i want to mention shake milton because i think at some point in the playoffs assuming that philly makes it past this round or even in this round i would say shake milton would have to have some uh big moments here and there so he's a player i like to keep out keep an eye out on but um more so Tyrese Maxey, uh, the rookie point guard, backup point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers. I think this is going to help his development as well. Like I said, he is a rookie, but at the same time, if you're looking down the road, let's say for some reason, the Philadelphia 76ers decide that this uh, Ben and Bead combo is not working. And that would mainly probably be due uh, to uh, health concerns. So if they don't get as far as they need to in the next couple years, then, you know, this is a player in Tyrese Maxey that they could, use to you know develop him within these couple years and use him as a potential starter and while they look for um, to trade other pieces away if they need to retool I don't want to say a complete rebuild um, you know it's hard to see from now but if they need a retool then they might be able to rely on Tyrese Maxey he's had some big moments in the regular season this year and you know the playoffs are just going to add to you know, him building his career as well in his play style. So I'm interested to see him again in this series to see how he performs. You know, like I say, he's basically going to be coming off the bench, but again, he plays a role on the team that they're definitely going to need to use him, especially if somebody like Ben Simmons gets in foul trouble or, or they need to use Ben Simmons at the four, which, you know, that could be very uh, valuable to the Philadelphia 76ers. So I do look for him to get some runtime in there, but Let's get into the factors. So those were some things I wanted to keep an eye out on as far as, you know, developmental things with uh, some of these younger players there. But the biggest factor, obviously, in this season uh, series, sorry if you've been keeping up with this, um, is Joel Embiid, his health. He has missed the last couple games uh, to end the last series when the Philadelphia 76ers took down the Wizards in five games. And he is questionable to play in uh, the first game, I believe, and, you know, if, I don't know, I don't know if he's going to be able to play at all in this series, it just depends, I think the report says he has a meniscus tear in his right knee, so that's something that, uh, you know, it's not super serious, it's not an ACL tear, but, I mean, at the same time, you don't want it to be that, so it's something they're definitely going to have to monitor, I don't even know if they'll even have him out and shoot around, it's probably a little bit more serious than just waiting you know, for game-time decision, in my opinion, Um, especially once you just saw what happened with Anthony Davis, where he was out, um, you know, missed a a game or two there and then came back uh, for the Lakers' loss against the Phoenix Suns in game six, and he didn't last very long. So, you know, that was a a different injury there, but it's just the fact that you're trying to recover during uh, the playoffs where, you know, you don't get that much time off and every game does matter. And you got to look forward to your future as well. So you don't want to do something now that's going to cause you to miss your opportunity again next season. So this is just an ongoing thing with him with his health, especially his lower body with his knees. So like I said, he, he may not play in this series, but if he does, it might not be every game. So we'll see what, what happens there. I mean, if for some reason he's healthy to play uh, the whole series and that's going to completely change the series, but without him, it's changing the series as well. So um, yeah, that's just the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing you have to watch out for uh, as far as the key to how this series is going to swing. But um, so outside of that, let me go ahead and get into the X factors. The X factor that I have for Philadelphia is going to be Dwight Howard, just because like I mentioned about Joel Embiid's health, if he's going to be missing games or on lim- uh, men's limitation, then we're going to need for Dwight Howard to step up and, you know, can keep playing a big role. He had a couple of uh, good games in the first round against the wizards. But in this one, you know, we're particularly looking at his rebounding offensively and defensively. They're going to need him to be that anchor man. Once again, this is a guy similar to Danny green, but he's only got one championship and he won that with Danny green last year with the Los Angeles Lakers. So he does have the experience on a big stage here, but we're going to need him to, like I said, pick up the slack on the rebounding and be aggressive, you know, be somewhat of a heart on the, on the team, on the floor to uh, help, you know, keep a good balance as far as uh, the flow of the game and and bring that energy, but don't want to see him foul out. That's for sure. But he's going to definitely have some big shoes to fill once again. And you're going up against Clint Capella when you're comparing center against center for either team. And uh, you know he's he's definitely got to put in some work here. And I think it's going to be interesting when he does play in Atlanta. The first two games are going to be in Philadelphia, but you know, Dwight is from the Atlanta area. He did play for the Hawks for a season or a season and a half. I can't remember exactly, but, you know, so I don't think he'll shy away from this stage, obviously, but, you know, just, I just look at him as the the biggest X factor, in my opinion, and then moving on to Atlanta an X factor for them. In my opinion, is going to be another big guy and it's not Capella. It's going to be John Collins. Um, I'm looking at John Collins from a scoring perspective, because I feel like, you know, he is a great three-point shooter, in my opinion. He just doesn't take a lot. And I know sometimes he gets fed in the pecking order as, as a third or sometimes a fourth option. But I think if they feed him as a third to second option, you know, depending on how much Bogdanovich is covered, then he could definitely be the difference for Atlanta in this series because I think Capella, you know, he's going to be battling rebounds with Dwight, like I already mentioned, or Embiid if Embiid's playing. But John Collins is that one guy that kind of stands out for me that uh, Philly might have a hard time trying to match up with. I could see them maybe, you know, trying to put Ben Simmons on him if they need to do that. And if that were the case, then he could draw some focus off of Trey Young, which would just uh, increase, you know, Trey Young's scoring ability there. So he could contribute without even having the ball in his hands. But, um, but he definitely does need to look for a shot and they need to feed him the ball. And I think he could be an X factor in that he could, you know, he can easily average about, you know, in my opinion, he should average about 18 to 20 in this series. I don't know if he will, but I, I would like to see him do that and contribute in that fashion just primarily on scoring. You know, you got Capella there for the interior defense and rebounding. But, uh, I mean, obviously he can't slack on defense, but he's got to guard his man, whoever that may be. But um, but I want him to have a, a, a good scoring contribution in this series. Like, he should be second to third leading scorer in the team, in my opinion, behind Trey Young and or Bogdanovich. Um, So, yeah, I just just wanted to mention that. So those are my two X factors, Dwight Howard and John Collins for this series. And then just to wrap this up, the prediction for this series, in my opinion, um, Philly was my pick in the regular season. Uh, We go back months ago, even when we started doing the podcast, I picked Philadelphia 76ers as the team to make it out the East. And, yes, I know Brooklyn Nets play in the East. And, yeah, I had Philly getting out before them, obviously. And, um, but now it's it's kind of shaky. I should have saw this coming. I had greater hope because of MB getting hurt last season and uh, during the bubble. And then all that time he had to, uh, you know, off the court uh, this season, I figured that he'd be a little bit more healthier and the uh, chances of him getting injured would be a little bit less likely to happen. But just because it's less likely doesn't mean it still won't happen because it did happen. And unfortunately, yeah, that just changes my whole outlook. So. Realistically, I I wanted to go, you know, with the Sixers, I would say in six games, if Joel Embiid were to play, um, because I don't think he's gonna be full health. So he might be either on limits minutes limitation or just won't play every game. So if he's able to play and contribute when he is able to play, as far as at least getting 28 minutes or so, I would say that the Philadelphia 76ers can take this series in six. But I want to shout out to Jalen because Jalen was talking to me from work and um, you know, he said he could see um, the Atlanta Hawks making it to the Eastern conference finals in this scenario. I think he said the Hawks in five. So I would roll with that, but um, you know, if they don't have Embiid, then I would say Hawks in six, in my opinion, because I'm going to give an extra win to um, the Philadelphia 76ers because they do have Doc Rivers. And I believe he's one of the best coaches in the league. And, you know, it's unfortunate what happened to them. And, in the, or him in the Clippers last season with the, the bubble, but uh, I like the way he's leading the Philadelphia 76ers, but yeah, without your best guy, your main guy there, and Joel beat it's going to be tough to uh, to beat up on these Hawks teams when, you know, the Hawks are just, has that young energy, and they're ready to go out there uh, following this momentum on uh, coming off the series against the Knicks, and plus Trey Young, you know, I think he's feeling himself a bit, and he has a right to as far as the performance that he had against the Knicks at the whole series so now you know you put yourself in that spotlight and you know you're ready for the big stage so you know going through Sixers I mean going through uh, the Knicks and playing at MSG now moving on to the Philadelphia 76ers he's going to be up for the challenge he's going to be up for the boos against the Philly fans so you know the best medicine might not be to boo this man but it's going to happen and he's going to try to put on a great performance and unless Ben Simmons is really sticking it to him. I mean, he should have a great series again, but um, I mean, I feel like Ben Simmons could kind of smother him out, but you know, he's good at drawing foul. So, and they're going to need Ben if they don't have him beat. So it's going to be interesting to see, but I think Trey Young's going to have a, a consistent series again there. So yeah, the, the Hawks could definitely win this series. So I'm kind of a toss up. Like I'm not very definitive here because of, like I said, it depends on Embiid's health in my opinion, if he is available. I say uh, Philly in six. If he's not available at all, I would say Hawks in six. And, and it could be possibly five. But, yeah, once again, thank you for tuning in. If you're liking these videos, give me a thumbs up and leave in the comments anything that you want me to uh, touch on that I haven't touched on. You know, I'm trying to do each series as it comes along. At least once during the series, sometimes I'll do a, you know, review of, you know, a couple games later during the series to see if there's anything changed or anything you know, we might see as far as prediction or, or any big thing happening there. But, you know, at least trying to do a, you know, general, um, I guess, take first take on, you know, the upcoming series and what I would like to see or think is going to happen plus a prediction at the end here. So if you haven't subscribed, please consider subscribing. And if you are subscribed, I greatly appreciate it. And if you don't mind sharing the video to somebody who is unsubscribed or you think would be interested, that'd be greatly appreciate it. And also, once again, you can find the audio only versions of our podcast and these type of videos, the NBA playoff videos as well. And um, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Breakers, uh, Pocket Casts, Overcast, I think is another one as well. You know, just search us out under Kish, Y-Z, K-I-S-H, space Y-Z. And then also, if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you can hit us up there at Kish, Y-Z, K-I-S-H, underscore Y-Z. Once again, everybody, thank you for kicking in the second half. Peace and love.